Hey everyone, it's me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. Good morning, everyone. This is actually my, it's got to be five months since I got the Roadcaster Pro 2. So this is actually my review of the Roadcaster Pro 2, at least up to the experience I've had up to this point. I've been recording podcasts, not publishing them because I haven't been happy with them. I've been dealing with software bugs and issues. After the most recent podcast in August, the Roadcaster Pro 2 was sent back to Rode due to issues we were having with it. And at the time, talking with the technicians in California about it, I really felt it was a software issue, not a hardware issue, but they wanted it back to verify and see. So a month goes by, it comes back, with nothing wrong with it. They say even the software is fine. So every time I sit down to do a podcast, that includes the ones that are recorded and not put out or distributed up to this point, every time it's been an issue. And that issue continues and continues. I finally have everything working right. You know, that might be an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, and then it's time for me to get on with other things in my day that takes me away from actually doing the podcast, which is unfortunate. Trying to understand this. Now, I will say, comparing it to the original Roadcaster, which is where I started my first podcast, in many ways I wish I had not sold that board because it was so much simpler to use in the terms of doing podcasting. The, the marvel of the Roadcaster Pro 2 is how it opens up your broadcast ability to so many more possibilities in putting guitars and recording them, keyboards, using it to interface with other activities if you're a streamer and a gamer. Now, I'm a gamer. I'm not a streamer. I'd like to be a streamer, but there are still a couple of things that need to be put in place in between. If I was streaming off of a a PC, things would be much simpler. But because I'm using a MacBook and I'm using an Xbox to play those games, you need a capture card or a device that can capture the information to go out. So I don't stream. I don't know if I ever will stream. But I think it's amazing and an amazing tool for those that do stream games. I think it's something I would like to try not for notoriety, but just for fun, just simply to understand. But that leads me back to the Roadcaster Pro 2. I'm still struggling with this thing and getting it to be consistent every time I turn it on to record a podcast and getting the software that I'm actually using on the MacBook to be consistent. Now I'm using an M1 MacBook Pro 14-inch Max. So it has plenty more than enough power to do everything I want to do on the Roadcaster Pro 2. The Roadcaster Pro 2, I have the settings in it, as Rode kind of wants you to do, and you can move and manipulate your input sources to your output sources. It's very intuitive how they've done this. It keeps it very simple. Yet, you can still have a hiccup with software. So... I think I would have done more podcasts if I had had the original board because I would have just put this one back in the box and said, ah, to hell with it. 
until a later date when I would have brought it back out, plugged it in and tried to play with it, without actually suffering or sacrificing my content going out on the Buzzsprout, which is where I publish my podcasts. You're probably listening to it through Spotify or iHeartRadio or Pandora or Apple Podcasts because of all the platforms that I'm associated with. In that same time, episode 93 I brought out, put out, not completely happy with it, chose not to do a lot of editing on it, decided to leave it raw in the sense that instead of being more frustrated with the editing process, which I was getting very good with, with the Roadcaster 1 Pro, that I would leave it raw. And I always do like to leave my stuff as raw as possible, but you do get background noises, you do get interruptions like phone calls, where you have to stop recording, or maybe you're recording while you're on the phone and you don't actually want that information in. With Hindenburg, which is the software I record to, or Hindenburg Pro Journalist, which is a very simple recording software. When I first started this, I was using GarageBand, which is something that Rode was showing you as a way to do it. And it was a very frustrating software to learn and understand and have it be consistent so that you could just flow with the work every time you wanted to do a podcast. I still find that to be true with GarageBand. But in that time, Buzzsprout in some of their informational packages as a Buzzsprout creator was showing using Hindenburg Pro Journalist to streamline your workflow to make it much simpler and easier. If I was recording music with a guitar, I can do that on Hindenburg Pro Journalist. But there is other software, much like GarageBand, that would allow me to have more creative abilities with mixing that that stuff. And if you're gaming or streaming, you could use OBS. There, I mean, there's other ones too, not just OBS, but these are just the ones I'm, I have on my MacBook in order to do so to understand and try to figure out. But with the Roadcaster Pro 2 and Hindenburg, it should be simple. And like I say, I can get it figured out get all my sources, and not change them on the Roadcaster Pro 2. I don't know if it's a software change in Hindenburg on the MacBook that start to give me problems. So in episode 93, even though I was recording on Hindenburg, and one of the nice things about Hindenburg, I already have it preset to load to Buzzsprout. So once I'm done recording it, done the playback and the edit, if there needs to be editing, which quite often there does for simple sounds you want out, I can push the button and it will send it to Buzzsprout. I can open up the Buzzsprout software, do whatever metadata that needs to be put on there, and then upload it to all platforms. What I was hoping was going to be a better experience to make it more seamless. And maybe it is a better experience. Maybe I'm not seeing that at this point, but maybe all the troubles I'm having is actually making me understand it better in ways to work around and iron things out. So at this point, I'm not entirely sold on the Roadcaster Pro 2. I'm sold on the idea of it, but I'm not sold in the sense it's not streamlining my work and making it better. 
I will continue to work with it, play with it, understand it, as well as continue to use Hindenburg Pro Journalist. I don't want to change software at this point. I can't figure this software out with the Roadcaster Pro 2 to get it to work seamlessly all the time, or enough of the time that when I do record podcasts, when there is time to record a podcast, I'm not fighting with software glitches and then having to transfer all my data off the Roadcaster. <coughs> Excuse me. With Roadcaster 1, I always use the SD card on it to store the podcast and use Hindenburg to edit and then send to Buzzsprout, which is what I'd like to do because it was a very nice workflow. I still have my information on my SD card. I can have it backed up onto a removable storage device that's connected to the MacBook, and the content is put up on Buzzsprout. Do I think I will figure it out? I think I will because I'm stubborn. And part of my frustration, I think, if you go to episode 93 where I talk about seeing repeated numbers, I'm also going through another phase in my life of understanding my spiritual side. I don't even know if it's spiritual. My energy, my manifestation, understanding that we're immortal beings. So I think that will still play part in less podcasts for me as I try to understand the roadcaster. I know that seems like, how are these two linked? Well, if your personal life is doing one thing, this is driving you crazy. It's harder to do something, so you need more time to think. So my initial thoughts here after five months with the roadcaster pro 2 be careful what you buy why you buy it the roadcaster pro one is an amazing device that will give you the best quality content for podcasting if you have no other thing to do with it you may be better off to buy it for the simplicity of it and the lack of problems that go along with it but if you're adventurous like me and like to be on the forefront of technology and you're willing to put up with the frustrations of something and understanding. And maybe this is only me with my unit. Maybe there is a hardware problem in my unit that doesn't poke its nose out until software doesn't work properly. I don't know. We will continue to play with it. So I guess at the end of the review, I'm really on the fence with the Roadcaster Pro 2. It has so many amazing tools that maybe bug fixes with software in the future fix some of the problems for me. Maybe some of the problems are the software I'm running on the MacBook. And at some point, maybe I will change that interface and the way I'm doing it to make it more seamless for me, to continue doing something that I enjoy doing, which is the podcasts, and talking about nothing. Because that seems really what my podcast is about, about nothing. Every episode's got a different spin, which I think is amazing when I listen to other creators instead of having one thing. So being good at talking about nothing, <laughs> this is my take on Roadcaster Pro 2. Five-month review. I'm still learning. Don't let my experience be your decision-making, but if you were just going to do podcasts, I would probably recommend the original for now. Unless you're okay with frustration 
and everything else that goes along with it. Anyways, peace, love, namaste.